Hello everyone and welcome to An Axe to Grind. I'm Chris Gary, Channel 7 reporter, and with me is league legend and Maroon's assistant coach, the star of this podcast, Trevor the Axe Gilmister. Hey Chris, how are you mate? I'll I'll spit that out again. No, that's a great start and I can't believe we got off to such a flying start. But what we don't want to do on here is is the needless banter, which I think we all get tired of in these formats. Let's just cut straight to the point. Gilly, Ben Hunt, should he or shouldn't he be picked for Game 3? Mate, I've thought about this uh, a bit. Um, No, I don't think so. Uh, The problem is now, uh, Chris, is they're all comparing him to Cooper Cronk and Jonathan Thurston, which is... You know, pretty hard to do. It's I can see both sides of the coin here. To be honest, though, do uh, you replace him? You know, with like a Dudley Cherry Evans or whatever. And I don't think the, the team's going to be that much better. But you know, an Ash Taylor. Do you think about long term? We're talking about the third game, obviously. But yeah, I, I'm kind of. I feel for Benny, uh, but I suppose when you're you're on the coin, he's on. Uh, people are going to uh, want. You know, uh, I suppose different results have got to be better than what they are, I suppose. So the last 10 minutes obviously were, were disappointing for us, you know, cause, and, and no disrespect to them, but when you've got Cronk, Thurston and Smith there, we would have nailed that last 10 minutes. And um, and I think that's probably where everyone's coming from. Yeah, exactly. To me, it's it's a tough one because Daly Cherry Evans has been inconsistent. Yeah. Ash Taylor's been inconsistent and he's in a team that's not performing. Yeah. So it's not like there's someone who is screaming out, pick me, pick me. Yeah. But at the same time, Ben Hunt, this series, game one and game two, hasn't made a line break, hasn't had a try assist. Yep. His kicking has been inconsistent. So he yeah. hasn't really said, hey, this jump is mine either. No, no, you're right. And, and, and he's probably a victim of not playing together with Cameron Munster much and obviously he's played a bit at club level obviously with uh, Andrew McCulloch and Billy, first time with Billy Slater as well. Uh, they played a little bit in the World Cup but not, you know, not much as well but it's a tough scenario for you know for himself and, and the selectors I suppose. The, I thought defensively he was pretty solid you know my mum and they're still getting used to each other on that right side uh, as well and Will Chambers as well. They uh, made a couple of blues between them um, in the first two games, but I thought I thought in general our, our defence was a lot better in the second game, uh, especially through the middle. I'm talking and um, Andrew McCulloch, I thought he was a um, a big big improver, mm. you know, from yeah, game absolutely. one to game two as well. So I think they've got a lot more improvement in them. So I'd be tempted just to keep the same side, to be honest. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? Do you keep the same side and build? Because what did New South Wales do when they were losing? Chopped and changed. Yeah, Mitchell exactly. Pierce in, Mitchell Pierce yeah, out. Yep. And what happened? They just kept losing. Yeah, and, and I suppose the, the probably the the difference for me in the second game, I've thought about it a bit, um, it was probably Maloney a little bit, yep. uh, even though he didn't make any real big line breaks and things like that. He, he's kicking game. You know, in the last 10 minutes, I thought, um, was probably the difference. And he didn't panic. He doesn't panic Maloney. And that's experience now. Uh, as I said, when Thurston and Cronk are there, we were in the same scenario. Cameron Smith gets out from dummy half and, you know, he just does his does his thing. He, he beats Cameron Smith. But, yeah, I, I'm kind of... I'm, I'm buoyed by the enthusiasm uh, of the boys and, and how disappointed they were when we got back uh, the sheds after the game. They were... They were that said, you know, shattered, which is a great sign. And uh, but you know, we've got to improve, 
in a few areas, not too much. We got we've got better. It was at three tries all uh, goal kicking. Uh, you know, anyway, you can't blame Val for that. Uh, but yeah, mate, I, I was very happy with the game in general. We had a couple of things go against us, and the 50-50s in both games haven't gone with us this time. And and when you're, a, I remember years ago, uh, half a dozen years ago, it wouldn't matter because we we're too good. Yeah. So we just yeah. play over the top of them anyway, and we'd be. And the boys used to say that behind the line sometimes and whatever. So listen, we've got a couple of bad calls, but we'll win anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, they're that confident in their own ability. So they had that understanding with each other and the confidence in, you know in each other that they wouldn't you know wouldn't worry or phase them when they got a dodgy call or something like that um, so they just got on with the job so uh, at the moment we need the 50-50s to probably go our way because the blokes don't have, have the same confidence and well mainly the the experience in those big games you know and yep. that's that you can't you can't buy that experience no that's the thing to me if Cameron Smith's there if JT's yeah. there and Cronk's there Queensland wins both games well probably even just one of them mate yep. um, like, you know that's that's probably and, and as I said I'm, I was super impressed with Andrew McCulligan the second game as well and uh, Munster's a you know he's a he's a great player and I think the difference for me probably was the third game last year when he come in Cooper Cronk took control Yep. You know what I mean? So he could just play off the top of his head. So that's that's where we need to have uh, Benny take a bit more control of the game and, and own the team. So whether that's a confidence thing or an experience thing, you know, we'll, we'll wait and see. And on Cherry Evans, it'd be great for you to clear up because a lot of people out there think that he's unwanted by Queensland. Yeah, that's well, not the case. No, no, no. That's a lie. Because, um, I mean, I know quite a few of the players there that you know, really love him. And, and the staff, we couldn't have been... Couldn't talk more highly about him. Uh, so uh, he, he is a different character. He, but, I mean, that's it'd be boring our world, wouldn't it, if we are all the same? And, and, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, you're he, a different character. Well, so. <laughs> <laughs> aren't we all, as I said? You know, but, yeah, it's, it's yeah. I mean, I, I got on fine with Daly and he's respectful, and but he, he likes to do his own thing, you know what I mean? So you know, that's that's fine, you know what I mean? And, and on the field he does his own thing too, which can be an issue because he, yeah, is, he yeah. plays both sides of the field. Yeah. It's very much his team. And if you bring him in... It might. I always think. Does it? Can it be his show when you got Munster, yeah, you got yeah. Slater, and how that would work? Yeah. Well, I'll go back even Chris uh, to years ago. Thurston and Cronk didn't work. It didn't. People don't understand that, but that yeah. that that didn't work early days, and they persevered with it because uh, they both wanted the footy because they're both so uh, competitive. They wanted the football all the time. And JT used to get the shits because Cooper's taking the ball on the other side of the ruck, and then he's come on the other, come on on his side of the ruck, and it didn't work, mate. It took a while for them to gel. You know, I mean, people don't understand that because they just see all the victories we had, and yeah. they forget what happened. You know, what I mean, so yeah, that's that's a there's a transition there uh, at the moment for us. There's no doubt about that. Obviously, Billy made a huge difference. Mm. Uh, from game one to game two, because he just of his way he talks on the field, he's the best I've ever heard. He just he mustn't be able to talk for three days after a game because uh, yeah. he doesn't stop talking. And what it does is it builds everyone's, you know, everyone else in the team their confidence. That so they talk more. The communication when he's there is unbelievable. So uh, and the, when he come when the players come back in the defensive line as a third man in, if you're coming back to the line, he'll point to the players which side of the ruck they need to go to. So they don't waste energy running around the middle of the ruck and, and things like that. So that's his job. They look for Billy when they come back in the line and he'll he'll point to which side you know, that they should be because he counts the numbers really good, especially on short sides and things like that. So, yeah, it's, it's we're in that transition period at the moment, but, uh, geez, I 
couldn't fault their effort, mate. It was superb. Oh, absolutely. And, and to stay in touch with all those players missing. But I do think there's changes to be made. To me, there's two players that have to come in somewhere. And also, I think Kalen Pong, you've got to find a way to him to start. I don't know yeah. how. Yeah. But then I think Corey Oates is too good of a player to not be in yep. a team somewhere. And Joe Offa-Hingawe, I think, is, is ready. Yeah. I mean, that... that the thing for me, though, and I love Corey Hates as well, he's a winger, really, at the moment. Yeah. I mean, I, You wouldn't put him on the bench? Well, possibly could, but he hasn't played. Although you look at Carlin, he's never played in the back row, and it was unbelievable. But Oates, never played in the forwards. You know, like he played a half a game or something, and I think it was Q Cup, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, you know, so... Yeah, that's, he just wants the coin. That yeah, gets, yeah, yeah, that's well, awesome. course, to move yeah. Wing, yeah, back rowers get more than and wingers, so yeah. they should. Yeah, they can kid themselves. Can't blame him. Yeah, no, nah, but I mean, um, yeah, you know, yeah, I, I feel for him because he, he he'd be really good, but you can't. Valentine Ames and Dane Gay guys no, have been enormous for that yeah. for for Queensland, so you can't move those two. So I mean, yeah, it's a tough one, and you're right. The Fords too, you know, we just. And I said this a year or so ago before Matt Scott um, got injured with his knee, that Queensland at the moment we're light on for front rowers. Yeah. Uh, I said that to the selectors a couple of years ago to Gene Miles and, and he agreed, you know, so we're in that little bit of a transition period at the moment with front rowers. So hopefully there's a, I know there's a couple of young blokes coming through, but I don't want to, I don't want to put the mock on them. But um, yeah. there's a couple of young uh, Fafita Coming through, he, go, oh, he goes he's good. Yeah, 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 exactly right. I so, saw him score three tries for South yeah. Logan. Yeah, he's he's a machine. And so on the forwards, you're saying you had a chat with Gene Miles a while ago, and he agreed there's a lack of prop depth. Yeah, there is, and uh, I suppose you know when Matt Scott's been the the best front row in the game for 10, 12 years, hasn't he? You know what I mean? Um, so he's obviously still getting over that knee, uh, Matty, and uh, I suppose we've got to kind of have that thought process that he's not going to be there anymore. You know what I mean? So don't know what he's doing. Uh, but he's been the, even the New South Wales front rowers, I said he's been the best front rower for 10 years, you know. So, and then that's a probably an issue uh, in general, as I said, across the Queensland uh, clubs at the moment. And there's no one really jumping out, coming behind no, as well. You know what not. I mean? Yeah, so that's, a, that's an issue and that's where... You know, obviously, where big games are won up front. You know what I mean. So, and, and I thought actually, I thought our forwards uh, in the second game were superb, really, to be honest. And obviously, a lot of little things we can improve on. But I think defensively too, like that they did. Uh, New South Wales didn't make hardly the yards they did in the first game. Yeah, definitely better to me. Jared Wallace still didn't perform how he can and and should. Um, I think that's that's an issue his spot moving forward because everyone goes on the halves mm. and that's the curse of being a half isn't yeah, it, it? Is, yeah. if you play yeah. if you play a 7 out of 10 as a half mm. we talk you up and I'm including myself yeah. Yeah. as a 9 out of 10 if you play yeah. a 5 out of 10 we yeah, talk yeah, you yeah, down yeah, as yeah. a 3 out of 10 no no you're right and and it kind of gives me the willies a bit sometimes when you even in club uh, land people say oh how good the you know I hear the, some commentators saying most of them are halves anyway but they say oh how good was their halves you know bang they killed it and then when they go ordinary they bagged the front rowers. You know, so, yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah they're, they're, they're full of it. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, that's what happens. Uh, anyway, but that's that's their job. And, um, yeah, I think, you know, I mean, 
going back again, like Mitchell Pierce copped so much crap, yeah. didn't he? Off, you know, and, and they got beaten up in the forts, you know, for the last eight, ten years, you know what I mean? So um, that's the way it is, and they need someone to blame. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and yeah, I, I, but front row is a dead set, a worry for Queensland, you know, down the track. It's just a new world, isn't it? This, this Blues team is the best team they've had in quite a while, and Queensland don't have the superstars, and that's what Origin's going to be like for the next three or four years. It's going to be back and forth, and it's going to be tight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I mean, I'm, I'm com- I mean, just from the weekend, you know, three tries all. They had everything go their way, and, and, and you know, in the, in the second game, and we still had a good opportunity, you know, yeah. to, to nail it. You know what I mean? So there's nothing in the two teams. I mean, on paper, New South Wales look better. You know, you've got to face that. On paper, they should have beaten you by 20. Exactly right, yeah. So, I mean, but that used to happen in the 80s and the 90s. So we should never have won a game in the 80s, should we? No. On paper. I mean, so that's that's the beauty about Origin. It's all about um, turning up on the night. Finally, Kalen Ponga, that's the massive plus for Queensland. Yeah. What a superstar. I couldn't be more impressed with a young guy. Talk to us about just what he was like in camp. Yeah, I know. Unbelievable. He come to me early in the camp said, I need to do some extra tackling. I said, yeah, of course you do. Course you're, going be, you're going to be in the front row, buddy. Um, or the front line, I should say. And, yeah, mate, just give him a few little tips. And he just picked it up that easily. It was unbelievable. He just – obviously, he's a freak. Uh, he can pick things up easy. But the when Billy Slater presented him uh, with his jersey the other night, you know, and it was – he was – Billy's one of his heroes and – uh, Billy got a little bit emotional, and then um, you know, Carlin got up there like he, and he got up there and spoke in front of everyone like he's been a twenty-game veteran. You know what I mean? So, yeah, he just he kind of just took it all in his stride, and he, you know, he said to me after the game, "Ah, oh, it was great. I really enjoyed it." And I said, "How'd you feel?" He said, "Yeah, oh, pretty good actually, to be honest." So, I mean, yeah, he's, he's a freak. There's no doubt about that. And but he's such a humble young yeah. fella, and and um, I just. I don't want to put the mock on him, but man, he could be 10, 12, 15 years an origin player. So hopefully he stays injury-free and uh, we can see the best of him. I think we will. I think the biggest issue with that, I think the only chance of him not playing 10, 15 years is if he goes to the All Blacks or something like that, which he could well do. He's well, got who that knows? talent. Well, who knows? I mean, someone could come in and offer him... Mate, he could play AFL. Mate, yeah. He could play anything he wants to play because he's that good. I mean, he was a scratch golfer, wasn't he? Yeah. As well. So, I mean, he's... Um, they kind of give me the shits then, blokes. You're just a battler. You yeah, never had exactly talent right. out to work exactly. hard for everything. Exactly right, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, good luck to the young fellas. I said, hopefully he stays injury-free and we, we see the best of him. Thanks for your time, Gilly. We will be doing this podcast each week. Next week we'll be back to preview Origin 3, where Queensland's sure to win because New South Wales can't let them have a clean sweep. An Axe to Grind is a production of Seven News Brisbane. Hosts are Trevor Gilmister and Chris Gary. Audio by Laurie Mooney. Executive produced by Sally Eels. And graphics by Paul O'Leary.